bitch is bad and bullshit. Welcome to the Bad and Bitchy Podcast. I'm Erin. I'm Erica. And I'm Amy. And it's misogynist of the week time. And uh, like I say every week, it's my favorite time because I just like to get mad at people. <laughs> it's Christmas every Friday this podcast comes out. <laughs> ugh, ugh. So our misogynist of this week is Megan Murphy. Uh, Megan Murphy is a freelance writer and journalist and is the founder and editor of The Feminist Current. It's a blog, I guess. Uh, she completed a master's degree in the Department of Gender, Sexuality, and Women's Studies at SFU, Simon Fraser University, in 2012, which is my alma mater, and I'm upset now. <laughs> um, Megan has been writing about feminism since 2010. She is known for going against the grain and was the first to publish a critique of Slut Walk back in 2011 and was one of the only popular feminist bloggers. Wow, toot your own horn. This is a, from her own bio on her own <laughs> Let's blog. Let's be clear here. Um, one of the only popular feminist bloggers to publicly articulate both a radical feminist and socialist position against the sex industry. Megan's critiques of third wave, third wave feminism, hashtag Twitter feminism, burlesque, self-objectification and selfies, gender identity politics, and choice feminism have brought both acclaim and attacks, but most of all, recognition as a writer who isn't afraid to say something different, despite what popular feminism and mainstream media deem the party line. So the question is, why is she our misogynist of the week? Well, uh, Megan Murphy has been, honestly, had no idea who she was until I saw Jonathan Kay tweeting about her. And I'm like, well, if this girl is apparently one of Canada's preeminent feminists, I don't know who she is. But John Kay likes her. There must be can't something be, wrong. <laughs> this can't be you a good sign. You know there's a problem when John Kay likes anybody. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, she must be awful. So let's just click through to see what she <laughs> is going on. And uh, Twitter uh, banned her. She is currently on a Twitter lockdown. Um for violating Twitter rules. Um, and basically, uh, it has been discovered that she's a TERF. So, Amy, what's a TERF? <laughs> a trans-exclusionary radical feminist. So that's someone who, as the name says, is a fucking asshole. Okay? So, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> but but basically, they definitions believe... by Amy Koshak. <laughs> <laughs> basically, they... Um, are a feminist who believes that feminism shouldn't also include trans people or trans women. Essentially. Yeah. They, they don't understand what gender means. Yes. They don't understand. <laughs> they don't believe in gender fluidity. They, they, they believe in gender binary. Is gender. <laughs> yes. I mean, that is what that is. Like, that's what they think. I yeah. know it's wild. These people are out there. Yeah. So, um, she wrote a uh, blog post that says the headline is Twitter wants me to shut up and the right wants me to join them. I don't think I should have to do either. I don't want to choose between the left and the right. I want to engage in critical thought, challenge myself and form my own opinions. That voice. <laughs> I'm like, this sounds very legally blonde. <laughs> Listen, she's a free thinker. Okay. <laughs> this you know she seems like one of those people who like would make all potlucks 
um, like season, like season free, like unseasoned potlucks. Like I feel like that's what she would be known for. She looks like the oh. type. Yeah, interesting. I'm just saying. Um. Anyway, so it basically, uh, John K is upset that Twitter is. Um, taking Megan Murphy off the platform or getting suspended for arguing against um, quote-unquote radical activists. Um, and this is the first time he has ever seen the actual administration of tr- Twitter openly enlist on one side of the ideological spectrum. And so because of that, John Kay has decided, well, you know, if Megan Murphy can't say that she hates trans people and doesn't believe that trans people should be included in discussions of feminism and intersectionality, then, well, heaven forbid, Twitter is the worst place on earth, and I, you know, maybe don't want to be here either, in which case I'm rejoicing. Um, But, you know, I just... I don't think... Like, I find that maybe if we want to agree that Twitter is a place for ideas, I don't know. Like I I'm of two minds. Like it, from what she's posted on her blog, I don't know if it's necessarily hate speech, which well, is what she's been what tagged to, as. Well, I'm trying to figure out is whether or not she missed one misgendered someone. She's clearly talking about a trans person. Right. So what is the tweet that she actually got banned? There for? were several. She's been told to delete several tweets. Um, and I don't know if twi- I don't know if I would I would say that Twitter is the place for ideas. Like <laughs> I feel like fair, like, yeah, but it's it's a place where like people can like throw something out there and see like what the reaction is. Right. So in other words, she already knew what the reaction would be. Possibly. One could say. Um, so yeah. So okay. on November fifteenth, she says her account was locked, uh, and this time she was told that she must delete a tweet from October that said. Women aren't men. And another asking, quote, how are trans trans women not men? What's the difference between a man and a trans woman? Which, like, if you think about that for even a little bit of a second, you can figure it out. Right? Like, is that a a silly question? I don't get this check. Okay? Like, uh, first of all, she's, I'm like, what 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 are you what are, what are you saying like I, I just don't get this I don't get her and then I she, don't get her readings I don't like her website like I, I'm just like and then she tweets after she deleted those two tweets uh, that I just mentioned she tweeted angrily quote this is fucking bullshit Twitter I'm not allowed to say that men aren't women or ask questions about the notion of transgenderism at all anymore that's a multi-billion dollar company censoring basic facts and silencing people who ask questions about this dogma is insane I mean I don't know that it's basic facts well the, the whole thing as well so Twitter I guess we only recently started to crack down on transphobic hate speech. And so like, first of all, she is doggedly on Twitter being like, you know, saying that men aren't, that men aren't women. uh, Meaning that she is like reading between the lines. She's clearly on Twitter saying that she doesn't acknowledge trans women as women, period. That misgen intentionally goes out of her way to misgender them. And then wants and said and argues that that is a base like a basic critique or base at she's being prevented from asking questions. That is a form of hate speech. There's no way around it. Uh, And then she is, you know, 
the, some of the folks that she's going after, um, you know, trans women who have um, been trying to access certain services at some of the uh, rape crisis centers that are themselves transphobic. Uh, and taking issue with them. Um, she, you know, she, like what Megan Murphy is doing is questioning the safety of those trans women who are speaking out, not just by misgendering them, but that, those are the, that, that is actually her critique, that they shouldn't have resulted in the defunding of, of some of these uh, problematic uh, rape crisis centers, when in fact those rape crisis centers were actually putting people in harm's way. Like it, it's just so fucked up. Like to, she, she makes it sound so trivial. She, it's like essentially she's saying that any critique is a good critique or that like because her critique is not favored by so many people if you read her blog posts it's it, it's all about well you know the the mainstream doesn't want you to think this way and and you know people are embarrassed to say they associate with me because they get bullied but my view is 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 radical and people who don't agree with me are being disingenuous they lack integrity they lack intelligence like that that's uh, her views par- aren't fucking radical no and and just because <laughs> like get the fuck out of be- here just because it's my nor just because your view is not why widely shared does not mean it's it's actually more critical than yeah. was in the mainstream you like you could just be a fucking loon like you were just bananas you were from like another what, planet what potentially. is it with these people and thinking that their exclusionary approach to anything is somehow radical it is the status quo so i'm kind of yeah. like yes. it's not radical like like oh it's this you like you know what i'm looking at her really irritating i don't like this layout of this blog at all and i i like it's bothering me the slider is very 2016 like Mm -hmm. i i'm i'm really having issues but it's an award-winning feminist blog where are these from 2012 also also just to be clear she wasn't initially just kicked off twitter initially they took away her verification Good, uh, right? Because oh. she was verified. She was verified. How are we not verified on Twitter? I want to know this. But no, so she was verified, and I think that's part of like the new, um, like, true policy to address transphobia is like partially to like not verify all these like weirdos. And so she was not verified. And I think that's when she first went off. And mm-hmm. like now, like more and more of her posts are being suspended. Um, so she's had like people pull out of advertising on her blog and other shit. So like her like livelihood is like fully being challenged. And I am like here for it. <laughs> <laughs> I just want to like point out that this is not a a niche view. Like there are people in Ottawa's feminist community who are TERFs and who don't believe that trans women and trans people should be included when uh, activists try to include them in a movement or in a discussion. And they're like, well, this, you know, and the argument is that including trans people in this, in this argument makes it a less valid argument for women and girls, Mm -hmm. which isn't the case at all. Like those, those don't need to be mutually exclusive. No, and and really, like you know, they there. Uh, there's one. There's no one experience for all women. First of all, so that's the first flaw in that reasoning. Um, that there are, and that and that's what intersectionality means. And to talk about intersectionality and not include the trans experiences is totally bullshit. Mm-hmm. To talk about women and not talk about intersectionality is totally bullshit. Um, because the people experience sexism in different ways that are marked by their experience. Um, but yeah, and and, and you know, there these folks, and it is it is actually more of a I sh- didn't mean to be 
dismissive. I just meant to sort of mock the view because I think it's uh, extremely antiquated and entirely bullshit. But there are actually a lot of people who do uh, still have this perspective that to talk about trans issues waters down or muddies the conversation on on gender, which it absolutely well, what they mean is the one gender women, mm. and and as, I mean, and also that uh, by doing that, you know, we are, um, uh, yeah, like change, changing the changing the the definition that we're allowing people who experience the other argument, uh, male privilege to now be in these spaces, which is is bullshit. If if you are if you are trans, you probably have not had much privilege. Uh, to speak of and certainly not male privilege and in fact you probably uh, bore the brunt of a significant degree of misogyny and talk and ex- you know we're exposed to toxic masculinity in a degree that maybe even in some cases very well be greater than the experiences faced by women and you look at the uh, rates of violence towards trans women and trans people in general are significantly higher the suicide rates mental health uh, other health markers but not just that but just the like lack of employment opportunities the way um, you know people experience we talked about it on the pod before you know after coming out losing clients losing you know like in a professional environment lo- like people are so blatantly transphobic and and especially towards uh, you know trans women as well that mm. it, it's you know and and gender non-binary folks which we we haven't even talked about i know she probably would not even acknowledge no are are a thing uh or is an experience is an identity and it's just um it's entirely bullshit and you have people wanting to I mean, if you talk about what the services that we're fighting for so we talk about rape crisis centers which is one of her issues uh, Megan Murphy, you know, uh, was allied with a, a rape crisis center that is also trans exclusionary, and there are, I'm sure, more of those across the country than mm-hmm. than we are aware of. Um, and you know, to turn someone away who has been raped or or has experienced uh, any form of sexual violence on the basis that they are not. Uh, you know, in your crude definition of what biological sex, sex being uh, gender is, is not just, you know, harmful, uh, you know, intellectually, like it is harmful to people. We're not talking, fuck you, we're not talking about ideas. Like, I don't care about your so-called critique or your uh, important questions. Like, these are, uh, you know, women who've experienced harm, who've experienced violence because of misogyny, because of power, because of, uh, you know, men. And, and, and also our rape crisis center should also be spaces for women who've experienced sexual violence by women. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, are you like, a, it's also a thing that happens and yep. domestic violence happens yep. in all sorts of relationships. So I mean, it's just like all of this stuff. It's like you're exposing people, your heart, your actions, your words are, are at, putting people in harm's way. This isn't a fucking thought experiment. And it's very easy for someone like Megan Murphy to, to think that it is from her seat of privilege. But that's not what any of this uh, is about at the end of the day. I would just like to point out if anyone fucking cites Caitlyn Jenner in any of this. I was just thinking that. I was no. like, all of this, like... Because I'd be Caitlyn- like, oh, well, Caitlyn Jenner, like, didn't do this. Caitlyn Jenner, whatever. No, Caitlyn Jenner is, like, an exception to the rule because of all the money she has. And... Well, I was just thinking about Caitlyn Jenner and how bad the Caitlyn, fact that she doesn't get it, the the like how bad Caitlyn Jenner has been for trans rights and trans visibility, like she's been awful because because of exactly what you said. That's what I was thinking when Amy was talking, and you know, 
this idea that every sort of marginalized person um, or like comes from some point of privilege and that that's the way we're introduced to them is is a problem that like it's like it goes back to like Hillary Clinton we were talking about and her idea of feminism and what that looks like she is she was introduced early but from a point of privilege so why do we always like show all these privilege we're either doing like ultra privilege porn or like or like you know ultra like subjective porn you know what i mean like like subjugation porn or something like poverty porn or whatever like i i I just don't understand why we can't show things as is and have to like have to pretty it up so it becomes more palatable to the masses when it doesn't become more palatable to the masses it just it 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 gives the masses an an excuse to put their head in the sand again. Well, if Caitlyn Jenner is doing it, we always see Caitlyn Jenner, and we always see what 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 is it, her life is like. Like, I I just I I just I really just redu- re, like reject that idea of the way we're introduced to certain topics and certain communities. First of all. Second of all, can I get back to this website? Because it's horrid. Um, it kind of reads like the evening standard to me, but for feminism. Hmm. It really does. It's like, it's like, can, and like, as we know, the evening standard is owned by the same dude who owns, um, oh, Washington Examiner from last week's misogynist of the week. Mm. So, like, the evening standard is, if you've ever been to Britain and seen this rag, it's a rag. It is always leading with um, inflammatory headlines <laughs> that are manipulated to build a certain, um, a certain viewpoint. And I feel like that's what this... That's what this website sounds like. It is the evening standard of feminism. It is it is talking about feminism for from a certain distinct um Caitlyn Jenner type lens of privilege. And all it's doing is giving I feel like if you're I feel like if you're like um, some sort of right wing alt right dude and you want to sort of find your people to critique feminism, I feel like this is where you would go. As and, you know, I mean, it very much sounds like be be scared of these of these trans people um, because women are getting sidelined um for men again that's what it sounds like that's what it sounds like the whole argument is um there's there's a piece here called compassion is as cover how transgender allies dodge debate uh written by men um and you know i'm not arguing that every person who experiences some form of gender dysphoria can resolve that distress through political analysis and organizing okay so now we have a name a gender like dysphoria 
it just seems like it's 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 bringing in pieces it's constructing its own pieces to make to launch a certain argument and these pieces are just constructed they're not like fact and they're not like like reasoned they just are starting it's like it's like how white people use reverse racism (laughs) that's what i'm saying yeah the whole so much of her content is just going after trans folks and sex workers as a form of content and acting as if like those are the biggest threats to feminism and <laughs> which is like also really ridiculous. Um, I don't know who she knows or who she speaks to in a day to day basis, but she sounds like she's so removed from any communities um, and has no appreciation for anyone's real lived experience. But it's like I and unfortunately, a lot of people that um, I'm sure we know also is hard to check right now. But I remember checking earlier in the week and noticing that there were a lot of people I knew uh, who seemed reasonable who are following her. And I'm sure if I looked at the if she is, you know, feminist currents, I'm sure there are her blog. I'm sure there are a lot of people who have read that over the years or, or, or follow it. And, you know, we have to be critical, like not everyone who uses the fucking word feminist is actually a feminist and so you have to be a critical consumer of this sort of thought uh, that's out there because a lot of these folks are pretending to uh you know be on the same uh like or coming from a similar perspective or or to you know and and put out this facade that they are dabbling in ideas that they are uh you know writing thought pieces that they are part of a a broad left maybe not the far left and and that's what all the stuff that she says and like i don't i don't know if you're it's not about you being welcome here or a checklist of what you should or shouldn't think to be uh considered a progressive but like literally the things that you think are so hateful uh, I mean, we have laws now that say, you know, that hate speech around uh, trans folks is uh, is hate speech or right? those types of expressions are hate speech. And you are flagrantly acting in defiance of those laws that set basic human rights standards. So like, you know, and you're trying to pass it off as feminism like that to me is just so fucked up and. Uh, you know, I hope I hope that everyone goes and, and double checks. Make sure you're not f- giving this person follows. Get the fuck out of there. <laughs> you know, I mean, I act- follow some people just so like I can see what sure. kind of shit they're up to. Sure, sure. <laughs> that's that's possible. But I think there are a lot of people who follow her not knowing the depth of what she's spewing. Sure. And I think if you're not um, maybe the subject or the target of some of what she says, maybe you no- don't notice it or it goes past you, but you may be helping to prop up, you know, this woman uh, and her online celebrity career mm. pandering and hate speech. Yeah. You know? Well, um, Megan Murphy, misogynist of the week. And I would like to continue to drive home the point that misogyny isn't just a thing that men do. Women participate in misogyny all the time. Yeah. So check yourself on the regular. And, you know, yeah. And that misogyny includes transphobia. Mm-hmm. So, mm-hmm. and like, or anti-trans sentiments. So yeah. TERFs need not continue listening to this pod if you really feel that yeah, strongly. Bye. Yeah, bye. Or maybe you should listen to this pod and, you know, open yours check a yourself. little bit. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, that does it for Misogynist of the Week. Get social with us on Twitter at Bad and Bitchy. 
on Instagram at Bad and Bitchy Pod, on Facebook slash Bad and B Podcasts, and email us badandbpod at gmail.com. Bye! Bye. Bad and bullshit.